0: what's up guys calling all my fellow impact driven women all my soulful entrepreneurs and all my new age leaders you're here to create aligned business strategy live your life by design and create fulfilling success in your area of passion who's gonna help you do that i'ma help you do that I'm Dana-Lisa, your pineapple queen, empowering women to stand tall, wear their crown, be firm but sweet, and have a heart of gold as your success coach and marketing maestro. Hashtag be the pineapple bays. Let's get started on Juicy Business Radio. Hello, happy humans, and welcome back to another podcast episode It's your girl Dana Lisa. I'm super excited to talk about shadow <laughs> which you know is fun to talk about. it's not necessarily the most fun to deal with and I think this is important to address also is a lot of people talk about you know the quantum up level and how you need to find the path of least resistance and a lot of people because of the way that it's discussed, end up assuming that the path of least resistance is going to be the easiest path. And what we're talking about, really, when we're talking about the path of least resistance is we're talking about the path that is going to quantum leap you to where you want to go the fastest. It's going to skip over the whole time premise, that human construct of the matrix, and it's going to collapse the timeline in order to bring what it is that you want closer to you as quickly as possible that's the path of least resistance it's not the easiest path it's not the path where like everything is joyous and flowers and sunshine and rainbows all of the time it's the path where there is the least resistance between you and what it is that you desire and that resistance that we create has to do with our shadows. So in order to find the path of least resistance, in order to truly quantum leap, collapse time, the work that it is that we have to do isn't conditioned work of strategically writing more emails or, you know, coming up with the perfect business plan or building the most beautiful website. Those things may be reverberating effects of being in alignment. However, We're out of alignment if we're not on the path of least resistance. And what alignment really is, is it's when our unconscious belief systems match our conscious thoughts, which then matches the actions that we're taking, which then creates our external reality. When we're out of alignment, we're in resistance, right? So we're not on the path of least resistance. We're in resistance. We're operating from a place of conditioning. We're oftentimes doing things that aren't you know, conducive to our true desires, to our true growth. We're operating on broken, unconscious belief systems that have been created from our programming, from growing up with a certain type of parent or in a uh, certain type of culture or in a school system or based on societal expectations or our friends' expectations. We're not actually coming from a place of true integrity with our desires of our soul. And so the work that we do to find the path of least resistance is actually looking at our deepest programming, our deepest unconscious beliefs that do not match the desired reality that it is that we have, which then inevitably, once we do that shadow work, will fluctuate and change everything in between the thoughts that we think, the actions that we take. So the broken belief systems Oftentimes we're taught in old classic law of attraction rhetoric, we're taught that we need to push or suppress certain aspects of ourself away. So if we have a negative thought, we just need to like positively think it away. We need to affirm, create new affirmations, repeat those affirmations, write our desires down a hundred times a day in our journal. Whatever it is that you were told is the thing that's gonna shift you out of the negative thinking that it is that's actually what's floating into your head on a daily basis. So even though you might be affirming your little heart out and sitting there and visualizing your little heart out as if you were there and, you know, using the science of, you know, your brain doesn't know what is possible or what's real and what's not real. And so like you just need to sit there and visualize it and then it'll be like you're really there and (laughs) you open your eyes and you're still in the same room that it is that you closed your eyes in, right? So we're taught to basically suppress the negative emotion not deal with it, and instead focus on the positive, focus on what we want, focus on vision boarding, on affirming our desires, on visualizations, etc. What this actually does is it represses these denied shadow aspects of ourself even deeper into our unconscious, and they bubble up in really unexpected ways because we're not as consciously aware of them. We're actually creating even more of a dissociation with our shadow aspects, and we're pushing them further away from our conscious mind. And we're refusing to deal with them, which means that they bubble up in really weird self-sabotaging behaviors that we have no idea why the patterns are playing out again and again in our life, but we just know that it's happening. And one, for example, one really common place that this happens is with money, So a lot of people, they really want money, right? They're like, I want more money. That's going to solve all my problems. That's, you know, money is the source of my unhappiness or the lack thereof is the source of my unhappiness. And so I'm going to focus my manifestation efforts on money. And they sit there and they make a vision board of, you know, Louis Vuitton purses or, or Louis Vuitton shoes and like Gucci purses and like first class and like champagne and you know, all of the things. I used to have one. It had Disney World on it. It had a couple holding hands, a first class on a plane, all of the things. So they're like, okay, I'm going to focus on manifesting money and I'm going to focus on luxury. And I'm going to like fill my world with like the vision of what it would feel like to be luxuri- luxurious, right? And what happens is, we start to raise awareness of where our life is actually really incongruent with that vision. (laughs) So we're, you know, making that vision board of like the lifestyle and the luxury. But what really happens is we're sitting in our basement suite with a couple hundred bucks in our bank account, as was the situation with me, and we're actually quite miserable. And we are miserable because we feel like a failure a lot of ways, or we feel like, you know, I want to be rich, but When I'm rich, I'm not going to be relatable, so I'm going to lose all of my friends. Or, you know, when I'm rich, I'm going to be greedy or my family is going to see me as greedy, so it's going to create a poor relationship with my family. But we don't deal with those things. No, no, no. We're just taught to, like, focus on the vision board and focus on becoming rich. And the truth is the shadow aspects, all of those things that we believe are going to happen when we get rich and all of the deep-seated unconscious that beliefs that we have around money and being rich are truly the source of why we're not wealthy. Because we're trying to push those aspects of ourself away, those beliefs away and hide them away rather than pulling them in. So the truth is that when we go on this journey, the more that we become conscious and aware beings and we start to do this inner work, the more integral we become, right? The more whole we become. The more we start to become true, authentic expressions of ourself, we stop people-pleasing, we have better boundaries, we stop wearing masks with the intention of pleasing others, and we start to express who we really are. The, the problem is that when we're young, we're taught that who we are isn't enough. We're taught that who we are and the beliefs that we have isn't enough to have everything that we want. And so we start to become a fragmented version of ourselves. We start to display sort of this version of us that isn't true to who we really are. We might have a version of us who we are in school in order to be the good student. We might have a version of us of who we are at home in order to be the good partner. We might have a version of us of who we are at work to be the good you know, employee. We might have a version of us of who we are with our mother-in-law in in order to be the perfect daughter-in-law, right? We start to wear these facades. We start to wear these masks of our perception of who other people, who, what we think other people need us to be. (laughs) So we have like a version in our head of, of this for everything, not just for our intimate relationships, but we also have a version of this in our head of who we think we need to be to be rich. And we base this on deep seated conditioning from what we've been taught, right? So like money is evil, or, you know, if you have a lot of money, you're going to have more stress. This was a huge one for me. Uh, Your money is, you know, money makes you the target of more criticism, right? All of these things. So we have these beliefs of who it is that we think we need to be in order to be wealthy. And when we start to vision board on money and we start to vision board and and like visualize what it would be like to be rich, there's incongruencies with who we believe we're going to have to be in order to have all of that and who we are now. And until we reconcile and recognize that who we are now is more than enough, even with the shadow aspects of ourselves, to have our desires, there's always going to be disparity between who we are now and the version of us of who we want to become. Hello, Rebels. I am quickly interrupting today's episode of Juicy Business Radio to let you know that we have launched a new, very exciting, very accessible, and low-cost product in the Rebel Printers brand, and it is our Rebel Vault subscription. I'm so excited about this because I have been part of subscriptions in the past that were really cookie-cutter, didn't really give me a lot of juice to work with or didn't really give me the support that it was that I needed when it came to using the actual tools. And I wanted to put together something that was really unique and really affordable for you guys. So what this is, is a vault of all of the back-end standard operating procedures in my business that I used to organically scale to six figures. I have all of my email templates, my guides when it comes to SEO, search engine, optimization strategy. I have trainings on things like brand characteristics, mindset, how to have a really beautiful brand that's true and authentic to you. I mean, this thing is loaded. (laughs) And in addition to all of these guides, these templates that I've made really nonconformist, like these are not your typical copy paste. These are really meant to work for you in your own unique way because that was not what I wanted was cookie cutter. And so these are really adaptable, beautiful guides and templates that you and your team can use to really ramp up the content strategy, ramp up your visibility, really beautiful mindset tools that will help you with the reframes that help you evolve into your next level again and again. And I'm also hosting monthly master streams where I'll be going live specifically for the Rebel Vault audience and answering live Q&As as well as covering really specific topics in depth. And you also get access to that live group coaching in addition to the replays. So you'll have access to all of the master stream replays, these templates, these guides, these trainings for this low cost of $55 a month. And because you're a podcast listener, you can actually lock in at an even lower price of $33 per month. So basically a dollar a day and some pennies to get access to me in a really intimate way, as well as basically the back end of my six figure business that I've built in the online space. I'm beyond excited about this, and I hope you are too. If you are, you can go ahead and access the link to join Rebel Vault in the show notes and use the code Business, all one word, all capitals, in order to lock in that low price of $33 a month or $333 paid in full for one year. I can't wait to see you inside the Rebel Vault, and I will let you get back to this episode of Juicy Business Radio. So the truth is, in order to really become wealthy, in order to truly have a soulmate who you can be 100% yourself with and that loves you unconditionally, in order to truly be happy and fulfilled and have really good boundaries with clients and be doing the work that it is that you love and have the balance of only working when you want to work and working you know less hours... In order to have all of those things, we really have to recognize that who we are now is more than enough to have them. We don't actually need to be anyone other than who we are. We're good enough, right? And how do we do that? We do that by pulling our shadows closer. So we really, through the process of doing shadow work, right? You hear it in the spiritual world called shadow work. In NLP, one of the tools that we use that's really, really potent and powerful for this is called parts integration. Because we have these conflicting parts, right? We have like the version of ourselves who's like, I want to be wealthy, and I want to be rich, and I want to have all the money. And then we have a version of ourselves who's like, money is evil. And when you're rich, you're not going to have any friends. And those two things want the same thing, right? So their their higher purpose or their higher intention might be you know, connection and oneness and um, philanthropy and the ability to have an impact in this world. However, they feel like the route and the avenue to have that intention is different. And so they're in conflict. We have these basically underlying conflicting belief systems that both coexist in us but cannot coexist together to create what it is that we desire because there's incongruencies between both of them. And so, what we do is we actually pull those parts closer. Rather than shunning one of them and trying to embrace the other one, we actually teach those two parts of ourselves, those two parts of our unconscious, that they are ultimately working towards the t- same intention and towards the same goal. And we go through a journey through hypnosis and through this proven technique that's uber powerful we actually go through a process that integrates these two parts together and brings them back to the whole and when i learned about this in nlp i was like oh shit okay cool this is like the science behind how to integrate shadow how to alchemize shadow because we learn about shadow in the in the spiritual world and we learn about how we have these aspects of ourselves and once we break free of like Old school law of attraction rhetoric, then we start to realize oh, well, in order to be successful, I'm going to have to actually integrate these parts of myself, not shun them or tell them that they're wrong or shame them. We stop spiritual bypassing and trying to like positive affirm away these aspects of ourselves and we start to embrace them and pull them in. And NLP shows us the science of how we can do that. So what I've written here is that we can't will away parts of ourself that we don't like. And I think that's like, I think that's kind of an all-encompassing statement that really caps the and summarizes what it is that I wanted to talk about in this podcast episode. There are parts of you that are just who you are, and there's nothing wrong with them. You've just been taught that something is wrong with them. And so you've tried to will them away your entire life. I was speaking to a client recently, and one big one for her was that she's lazy. She's a projector. I totally resonate, and I totally understood when she started talking to me about this because I myself had to deal with the same conditioning. We're taught that if you need naps or if you, you know, take hours off and you have bursts of energy and only work a couple hours a day, that you're just lazy, that you should be doing more because you could be doing more, which means you could be getting more results. And that's just simply not true, but it's what's conditioned into us. For a projector or a reflector or a manifestor, that's going to often play out as a burnout cycle where they just literally are like... Get ill. They fall flat on their face and they end up bedridden for days because they tried to keep up with their aligned generators and manifesting generators. And for a generator or a manifesting generator, if they're told this, but they're hustling in a place that's not from alignment, they're going to feel constantly frustrated that they're not getting more results, even though they're putting so much work in. And so That's just one example of some conditioning stories around like how much we should or shouldn't be working in order to get the results that we want. And because of that conditioning, the shadow part of ourselves develops in different ways because we all are unique individuals. We're all designed uniquely, right? This is why I bring that human design component into our business is we all have our own unique authentic expression. We all have our unique aura. We all have our own intuitive GPS. We all are designed uniquely, but we all are fed very similar stories of how we should show up and what a successful person does or doesn't do. And because of that, we pick certain parts of our true authentic expression and we coin them as wrong or you know non-desirable and then we try to suppress them and we try to will them away even though they're part of who we truly are we try to pretend that they don't exist and this is how we develop a shadow and parts integration and these tool other tools that are out there for alchemizing shadow what they do is they pull those elements of ourselves closer they bring them back into the whole. So they recognize them, they see them, and they integrate them with love and teach them that those aspects are not actually wrong. They're actually part of who we are and they're meant to be embraced. And when we embrace them, they're actually probably our ultimate superpowers. And so we start to bring the demons closer. We start to bring our unconscious suppressed aspects of ourselves that we've labeled as like our demons, like I am lazy, I am whatever, right? And we pull them closer and we integrate them into the whole. And through this, we find ultimate freedom because we're finally able to express our true self. We're finally able to show up as the truth of who we are. And we stop having these stories about what the successful version of us looks like and how we are not that. And we realize that we are the successful version of ourselves naturally when we exist in our authentic expression and when we be who we are rather than do what we think we need to do. Huge reframe, right? In NLP and in my certification with my mentor, Lexi D'Angelo, she talks about how most people think that they'll do And then they'll have and then they'll be, right? So we try to do the thing that we think is going to make us successful so that we can have the thing that we're correlating with success and validation. And then we tell ourselves we'll then be the successful version of ourselves. But it's actually the opposite. We actually become and we recode an identity level to become the version of ourselves who is successful, who is whole, who is integral, who is fulfilled, who is not denying any aspect of ourself. And then naturally we do the things that are aligned with that version of ourselves and naturally have in our life all of the things that that version of us has because we naturally think the thoughts and take the actions of that version of ourself. What we're really doing is we're becoming who we really are. We're not trying to become a different version of us. We're trying to become the most fully authentically expressed version of us. So this is what I'm really teaching inside of the emergence. The emergence was born because I recognized that people after going within and aligning to their intuitive abilities, after they've gone through this process, they've gone on their spiritual journey, they've had their awakening, what happens is they emerge out into the world renewed. As Someone who sees with clarity that they are no longer a product of a systemic machine, that they do not have to be in victim, that they're not a product of their external circumstances, that they're not at effect in their life. They actually get to be at cause, that they're infinitely powerful beings who, regardless of where we're at in our process, is equally as and infinitely as powerful as the person that we're admiring, right? So we look at people and we're like, oh my gosh... They're so incredible. They have this. They have that. I want those things. And through our spiritual awakening, we recognize, holy shit, I'm as powerful as that individual. I have access to the same energy, the same source that they do. And if I step into my power the way they have, I can have everything that they want. I don't need to become more like them. I need to lean into my own inherent power. And then what happens is, once we've had that awakening... We step out into the world with this fresh perspective and we must emerge. We must show up with better boundaries. We must reprogram these shadow aspects of ourselves. We must pull them closer and integrate them into the whole. We have to have tough conversations and get ready for uncomfortable conversations with people who we had relationships with previous to our new aligned boundaries. We have to integrate boundaries from a place of faith and trust in ourselves, not fear and scarcity, right? And this is a completely new realm, learning how to create messaging, how to create a brand that is a true extension of our authentic expression, and learning how to have boundaries that allow us to be kind and true to who we are and protect our energy without feeling this need to self-sacrifice or people please anymore. And that's what the emergence is all about. Because once we've had the immersion into our psychic gifts and our spiritual awakening, we have an emergence renewed as a newly expressed individual that is part of a collective whole. (sighs) I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. And if you haven't done so, go ahead and rate this podcast. I want to hear your reviews. If you want to know more about the emergence, come hang out with me on Instagram at Dana Lisa and send me a DM. You can check it out on rebelpreneurs.com and I will talk to you guys so, so soon. All right, my peeps, go ahead and click that link in the show notes. And if you are enjoying this podcast, please, please, please go ahead and rate it on iTunes and leave a review for me. I read all of my reviews and that would just be so lovely for me to connect with you and hear some feedback on how you are enjoying Juicy Business Radio. All right, guys, have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you again so soon.